1: To Patrick herself and son Jay Willems. One of their favorite things to do the last 14 years is they started creating every year a schedule glass. You know, it's a one-pint glass, perfect for whatever you drink, your beer, whatever, great glass, commemorative collectors. But this year's is the Texas Longhorn Farewell Tour to the Big 12 2023 Schedule Glass. Even if you've not collected the ones before, this is the one you want and certainly the one you want to start with. How much is it? Well, it's free with any purchase of $49. Of Longhorn stuff, or $8.95 each. You gotta get it. Sue Patrick, 930 to 4, Monday through Saturday. No parking garage, you park at the front door. 5222 Burnett Bernard Road. Burnett at North Loop. SuePatrick.com.
0: Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit VaquerosCafe.com. What? <laughs>
2: the wide wide world of sports is going
0: on. Here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B&E.
3: What's B&E?
0: Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns Play and Austin Talk Sports. Wake up everybody, no more sleep. In bed, no more back thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up, all the teachers. Time to teach new. Oh, yes,
4: sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better. Let's get them up, get them going Monday on B&E. Hope you had a great weekend. In the mid-July now, the heat is on. Triple-digit temperatures all week long. It'll be a busy week for us here at the Horn. We've got uh, Big 12 Football Media Days coming your way Wednesday and Thursday at Arlington, really launching our college football conversation. The countdown, the college football season is on. It's midsummer classic time in Major League Baseball. They'll play the uh, All-Star Game midway through the year. Tuesday night in Seattle. Last night they launched the uh, weekend festivities with a historic amateur draft. Uh, They moved it within the weekend. uh, Had the draft last night. 70 players picked last night. No Longhorns, but the top two players for the first time ever came from the same school. Texas Rangers happy with what they got at the fourth pick last night. We'll run through round one and into uh, round two throughout the course of the morning. Also look forward to that all-star game on Tuesday night. Home run derby is tonight nba summer league action continuing out in vegas victor wenbanyama looking the part last night in his second summer league action also a big weekend on the pitch soccer usn men's national team with a thrilling win last night at austin fc continuing their mid-summer surge as we roll into that as well but yeah plenty of football we've got a former a fired coach who wants his job back apparently also a coach under fire in college football out there in the Big Ten. We'll get details on that as well. So it's going to be a busy Wednesday. We appreciate you being there. Four hours of fun and stimulating conversation begins right now on a good, bad, and ugly Monday. However you're finding us, we appreciate you. Early bird gets the worm on 104.9, 1019, AM 1260, and always streaming on your horn app on your smart speaker. And good morning, always streaming Mr. Godbold at hornfm.com.
5: Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas. Good morning to the soldiers and, of course, the state of Texas and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for the great job that you do all over this world. We do appreciate it, and please be careful out there. And to those around uh, doing all this outside work, be very, very careful. It is dangerously hot, and it's not just here. I'd hate to be living in Phoenix, Arizona right now, for sure. They've had, I, I think, over 110 degrees Every day so far. But it's a dry heat. Yeah. And that sun is extremely hot. Having been
4: in the desert heat, I'd rather have that than what we're doing, which is the humidity and the mug and uh, I don't know. It's oppressive. Yes, it's hot and it's dangerous, equally dangerous. I don't know. I don't know if you're picking because you know what happens when the dry heat at night, it cools off.
5: Yeah. You know what I like? I don't like the cold. So go ahead and bring on the heat. (laughs) Bring on the heat. Bring on the heat. I'm not into the cold. I've given up the cold about 20 some years ago after I got here. Do uh, not like the cold,
4: but much like uh, back east where you grew up in the Midwest, or I did first eight years, you uh, kind of get shut in for a few months during the winter time. You don't do much, and that's if you're going to be outside, the the, the the temperatures are one hundred two to one hundred five all week long. So if you're going to be outside this week, obviously make plans and don't do it for long and hydrate yourself and all of those things to absolutely be careful. And if to, you don't feel good, stop. Yeah, find a pool. Yeah, shut it down.
5: Just, just yeah, shut it down when you start. I mean, even before you start getting dizzy and drowsy and overtired, just stop.
4: It says my, on the specs text line, 512-337-3776. Always appreciate the uh, contributions of everyone on the show of the people. My dad used to say when it's, yeah, it's a dry heat, but so a microwave. It'll cook your butt. It will. Yeah, you stick your head I in an oven. It's hot. No, well, I'm not suggesting it's not hot in the desert. I'm saying I think I would prefer that over this, which is humidity and the heat. Searing temperatures, which drives, because, you know, our, the heat indexes in Austin will be well into the one tens, one tens, and beyond oh, all week long. Um, but again, it does if you're in ever down in the desert, it does cool off a little bit at night because it's dry heat, right? So it's a little less severe in the evenings here. You know, you can be 99 degrees <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, these this this blazing summer, but yes, summer is uh, right in the middle of. We have got the midsummer classic. We've got uh, Big Twelve football conversation to be had, and plenty of other conversations to l- not launch this. Uh, 10 of July. Let's get to the headlines. Trending topics get you caught up on a busy weekend. UBL Business Services brings it to you. Start with the MLB. Major League Baseball history last night. First night of MLB's amateur draft in Seattle. LSU stars Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz became the first pair of teammates to be selected. First and second in the amateur draft. They won, of course, the national championship and uh, now have quite a night for themselves after they won the first ever MLB draft lottery back in December. Pittsburgh Pirates opened the draft by taking the dominating right-hander and Golden Spikes winner Paul Skeens. Second pick, Washington. The Nationals took Dylan Cruz, five-tool power-hitting outfielder. A couple times the SEC Player of the Year, three-time All-American. At uh, three, the Detroit Tigers selected the draft's top overall high school player. That's Max Clark, uh, outfielder out of Indianapolis. That made the Texas Rangers all too happy. They ran to the to the table in the podium because it allowed them to select Florida All-American and center fielder Wyatt Langford with pick four. With the eighth pick, Kansas City Royals dipped into Texas to select, to, to select Sinton High School catcher Blake Mitchell. And with the final pick of the first round, the Houston Astros took Nebraska's uber-athletic shortstop Bryce Matthews. Now, no Texas Longhorns were drafted last night or... Round Rock pitcher and and Longhorn commitment, Travis Sikora, they're both all still available after 70 picks were made on night one. The rest of the 20-round draft will be held today. Uh, On the field, ahead of last night's draft, MLB wrapped up their first half of the season. Ahead of Tuesday night's All-Star game, the Mariners sent the Astros tumbling in the break with a 3-1 win down in Houston. They took three out of four in that series from the Astros. AL West leading Rangers will carry a two-game losing streak into the break as well. They dropped the rubber game of their series in Washington 7-2. They lead the Houston Astros by two games in the AL West at the break. Round Rock Express won their fourth straight last night. They took the series at Sugarland with an 11-6 win. Big weekend and night of soccer as well in Cincinnati. U.S. men's national team advanced to the semifinals of the CONCACAF Gold Cup with a thrilling penalty shootout win over Canada after playing to a 2-2 draw through 120 minutes, which included a pair of extra-time goals for the Stars and Stripes. Jesus Ferreira drilled his PK that proved to be the winner. U.S. will now face Panama in San Diego on Wednesday. On Saturday night, if you missed it, Austin FC's midsummer surge continued with an impressive 4-1 win at Minnesota. Sebastian Driussi finding that that uh, great form of last year. He scored a pair of goals to help the Verde claim their 10th point in their last four matches. They moved all the way up to 5th in the Western Conference standings. NBA Summer League, uh, Spurs top pick Victor Wenbanyama put on quite a show last night in his second in a game there in Vegas after a cold shooting game one on Friday. Wemby last night scored a team-high 27 points, grabbed 12 rebounds, blocked 4 shots all in 27 minutes of work. That may be his lax action in Sin City. It may shut him down for the rest of the summer league there. Spurs also announced yesterday that they have locked up their head coach Greg Popovich on a five-year new deal, 5 year deal for the 74-year-old. In Golf Incredible Sunday for Sepp Straka. He flirted with a sub-60 round at the John Deere Classic in Illinois yesterday, but instead settled for a nine-under round of 62. He wins the uh, event there at the TPC at Deer Run by two strokes over Brendan Todd. Cameron Smith won on the Live Tour event in Great Britain and at Pebble Beach, 25-year-old Allison Corpus uh, stepped in and won the U.S. Women's Open for her first LPGA title.
0: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com.
4: All right, it's a lot in there. The draft was cool. I give baseball a lot of credit. To, to move this thing right into the uh, to the launch of All-Star Weekend, I think, it brings a a new element for Major League Baseball, which, is we've talked about throughout the College World Series, I think what we saw last night is going to be more and more... Um, common which is players that you do the best college players are going to be the top picks in the amateur draft because uh, major league teams there's just more there's more opportunity to see these players and get uh, and there's uh, fabulous competition in college
5: baseball right now
4: 100 100 and uh, that's only going to continue to grow with the you know just the 20 round draft not 40 round draft and a lot of the best high school players are going to choose to go to college and develop in college Mm -hmm. and you know major league baseball teams would prefer that they get they get to draft a 21 year old player versus an 18 year old kid who's yep. unproven, and you get three years of analytics and batting averages, and as you said, against top competition for both the position players and the pitchers. Let these let the schools develop them while they get an education and while they get to collect some NIL uh, money potentially, and um, you know the LSU Tigers become case case study number one, the number one and two picks, really the best two players in college baseball on the team that won the national championship. Did pretty well from themselves in the NIL space as well, and uh, now they're picks one and two uh, in the draft. I thought it was pretty good, and then, you know they had it at the stadium. They had a big stage like they do for major for the NFL and the NBA. They're just making it a bigger deal, which I think is good for the the sport of good baseball. Good for the sport for sure. And uh, to see Ken Griffey Jr. one of you're my the fam- first pick. How cool was that? Man, one of my favorite players growing up. If you're a guy my age, man, that guy was that guy was poetry in motion. Watching him play baseball. Just a, it made everything look effortless, and uh, uh, he made the first pick there in, in Seattle, where he starred for so many years. That was pretty cool. I Thought they did a nice job, and uh, I thought it was it was his good attention for the game into its uh, midsummer classic to have the home run derby tonight and all star game on Tuesday. So we'll talk plenty of baseball. It's much
5: better than jamming it in right after the college world series. Like or or during or during during the college world series, yeah, kids
4: were finding out they're being drafted. What I got to play a game tonight Yeah, then go play a game. It's like that's dumb. Uh, that's distracting. Um, but either way, it, I you know scouts are still getting used to it. Teams are still getting used to it because it makes for a busy All Star weekend. But at the same time, I think for the game, positive. Oh yeah. And I'll say this: positive for the for the I'm positive the Texas Rangers were very happy last night because Wyatt Langford, the kid they drafted fourth, a lot of people projected first. I mean, uh, he's that type of player. I mean, this was a special year because Dylan Cruz is seen as one of the best college baseball players to hit the draft in a long time, and then Paul Skeens. Kind of a once in a generation kind of arm to go one two, but you know in a, in a normal year, White Langford would have been a first pick. He's oh, that yeah. talented, uh, just a power hitting center fielder that just you know he in Omaha for Florida hit three home runs. You know one of them was a 460 foot bomb. I mean the guy's got just raw power. Plus he's a very athletic and competitive outfielder. Love what the Rangers did. That's a that's an immediate piece to the best farm system in baseball. Uh, you know they would have been happy to take one of the high school players had they slid, but. It was the Detroit Tigers that jumped in there and took the best high school outfielder. Rangers were thrilled to get Wyatt Langford. And I think David Pierce, at least quietly optimistic that, uh, you know, the Round Rock right-hander, Travis Sakura
5: Could come around be around for a while. Did
4: not get picked in the first 70 yeah. picks, which, okay, because I know, you know, as of last week, Paul, Travis Sakura was, and his people are still telling people they, they they're looking forward to going to Texas and being a Longhorn and, I don't know if that led to some of the, you know, we'll go ahead and pass, but at the same time, he's still available. Doesn't mean he still couldn't get drafted early today. And yeah, dude's a winner no matter what. Make a jump, but at the same time, Travis Secor is a name to watch today. And, of course, for the Longhorns, you're looking at, you know, Lucas Gordon and Dylan Campbell and uh, LeBaron Johnson Jr. is the top three. And Tanner Witt. Don't forget Tanner Witt because that's a wild card. He would have been, not for that Tommy John surgery, he would have been picked last night for sure, but uh, just didn't sh- didn't show enough in his return to use that that high of a pick on him, so those four players were likely to be uh, will likely go off the board pretty early today. We'll see. So we'll watch the round rock right right hander uh, and and baseball taking center stage, soccer taking center stage as well. Buck and the NBA summer league. What did you uh, take in over the weekend? Well,
5: I I, I did uh, for Austin FC. I mean, having uh, Sebastian get himself together that's a big deal.
4: It's amazing when your best player plays really good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know. If he scores two
5: goals, you probably had a really good chance of winning. And when he picks up his pace, everybody else around him seems to pick up the pace too. He looks healthy. He looks, you know, I mean, he looks, he looks good. He looks like he did last year he in did. this particular game. I didn't see the Concacaf. I didn't. I mean, I, I watch soccer, but I don't watch that much soccer.
4: Well, that was a big match for Team USA last yeah. night to get the win. They were the better team, but it was kind of a frustrating night. But as for Austin FC, I mean, you, you know, he's your he's your highest paid player. He's your best player, and uh, and I think the whole roster for the first three or four yeah. months of the season. And were to get, just, just, kind just of get in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, now they're in the fifth spot. Now you start yeah. trying to climb. And that's how, you know, whenever we talk to our buddy Glenn Davis from Soccer Matters, since Austin FC has joined the MLS, uh, he's taught us it's just a long season. Yes. There's a lot of playoff spots, you know, in both conferences. You get, eight, you get a lot eight, of streaks where you lose
5: a bunch of games and then well, you win yeah, a few. And, it's...
4: And, and you can make up points quickly. I mean, to, to do what they did to win, they've gone, th- they win three zero 3-0 and 1 in four matches here in a pretty short amount of time, and that 's ten points and so they vaulted from down at like 11, 10th or eleventh in the west mm-hmm. all the way up to five, so surging at the right time for sure, and they 've taken advantage of some friendly schedule, scheduling here and um, but you know what the i 'm sure yeah, they 're
5: playing some not so good teams, so that, those are the ones you have to win you got to get and you got to score
4: well I think they 're disappointed to to go to inter Miami and only get the one point right they would have been happier getting three out of that match yep, you 're right because uh, then it would have been a twelve point surge in four matches which you know, can turn your season around real quick. But I would also say, I'm sure they were happy to go play up in Minneapolis, where I think the game time temperature was about 78 oh. degrees, and play 90 minutes of soccer, not in uh, you know an oven, as we talked about a minute ago. The the oh, market Yeah, we also talked. Yeah, two-two. we talked.
5: We talked about the fact that this is a uh, it's a great place to play, but this wears on all the teams. Not only when teams come, you know, from from not this part of the country, but it's hot for those that are from this part oh, of the yeah. country in practice, and then. It, having to play those games. so
4: No question, no question. So good, bad, and ugly from the weekend. What was it for you? We'll certainly talk about it as we launch this uh, mid-July conversation on a, on a good, bad, and ugly Monday. Uh, and, of course,
5: we watched the Spurs. We watched Victor. That, yeah. he's when yama. He looked a lot like my puppy.
4: Yeah he's, saying, yeah, he's a young guy.
5: Yeah, he looked just like my puppy when he's trying to jump halfway off of a wall. Like, you're really going to do this? Yes. Okay. You're going to fall awkwardly. You're not going to land on your feet like you think.
4: Well, even in in the uh, you know the poor as people labeled it on Friday night, you know he he was active. He's he's well, he
5: just looked know. like he didn't know his players. I mean they didn't you know. right. His
4: first game, his first yeah. game he's played in a little bit, and uh, so shake some rust off. And he didn't look like I and mean, he got winded pretty quickly. I think the adrenaline was pumping early. Uh, maybe he saw Britney Spears in, in the front row or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he you know but he went he shot two for thirteen. He just didn't have a good shooting night. So it was only nine points. But he filled up the stat sheet beyond that. And then last night in 27 minutes you saw. You know, man, this 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 is special. Twenty-seven points. Uh, he finished off his twenty-seven point scoring night with a three-pointer. Um, he blocked four shots. He blocked a he, shot. Dude, he's aggressively
5: going after those blocked shots because there there are times, even in, on Friday, where I'm going, he can't get to that shot, but he does, out of nowhere, wow, that's the thing. He that's gets it. He blocks them.
4: That's that eighty-inch wingspan. My and 7'5", Seven-five, right? I mean, there was a kid, the guy shooting last night, who thought he had an open three-pointer, and Victor Wanyama was ten feet away from him. Leaped and blocked it. And it's, and which was cool if you watched it. Wemby, as soon as he blocked it and got a hand on it and knew it was going to be short, like he didn't block it back, it blocked it and tipped and kind of fluttered. And he took off running on the break. They got the ball and they had an eat. a couple times he did that where he would block a shot and get running. And um, yeah, he's just so long. He'll be, you know. Yeah, I think the... that's
5: what surprises me more than anything. I like the way he handles the ball. and I love his ability to find open guys. I mean, cutting to the basket. I saw that Friday and I, I saw it last night, but. Dude, to get to those shots, and and he contests those shots. He's he's not he's not he doesn't lollygag.
4: No, he hustles. That's the other yeah, part. He does. right? He's aggressive. Yes. Uh, now he's good. He's got to get in the weight room. He's got to get well. There's no doubt about that stuff. And, yeah, and he will. But in this day and age of the NBA, it's not as physical as it once was. Mm-mm. Still a physical game, but not like it used to be for sure. But he's gonna he's gonna have to put on some some muscle. And you know, I don't know if it's coincidence. I'm sure they've been working for, towards it. But after watching Wemby for two games and Greg, moving him
5: around, that's I mean, you can say what you want about big men moving him off his spot. Well, they got a lot of ligaments to move when you, when you start trying to move that so,
4: that mass. He's so long. I mean, it's uh, th- that's the obvious thing. But at the same time, after seeing two games, uh, our man Greg Popovich at 74 years old say, "Yeah, I'll sign a new five year contract. <sighs> sign me up for that deal. I'll sign sign me up to uh, coach this unicorn." And uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll make this happen. Uh, well, he
5: has no problem letting that shot loose either, man. He's smooth.
4: Yeah, uh, he you know, he's slick. I mean, he's a very skilled big, and uh, but a once in a lifetime kind of talent it appears. I think we saw some of that in a short amount of time twenty seven minutes. But uh, you know the comparisons of of Giannis on one end to Kevin Durant on the other, scoring opportunity wise. You no, know, he's not there yet because Giannis is now in his mid-20s, Durant's in his 30s. But if you go back to Durant when he was a baby, here a puppy as you would call him at Texas, mm-hmm. same kind of thing. He's just kind of a gangly kid who, boy, yes. can really score and just looks natural with the ball in his hand. Uh, and then, you know, like Giannis when he was growing into his body, just you can already see he's an active shot blocker. He's aggressive on defense. He's not going to back down. He's
5: not going to back down from contact.
4: If you come into him, he's going to try to block your shot. He's not going to move out of the way. No. Uh, so Spurs have to be excited. I think a lot of teams excited uh, you know for, for the young talent in the NBA right now in the summer league which will play out. But as as I mentioned in the headlines, there's some chatter out of out of San Antonio that may shut him down. That may be it for him this summer. Just why risk it? Just you know, get him in the weight room. You know what he can do. Training camp will start in October and get him ready for the season and he needs just needs to hit the and weight. Those aren't the dudes. Condition. He's going to be
5: playing with a lot of those no, dudes. Those so. are young guys. Yeah.
4: And um, you got to see him. He made a little bit of a splash last night. By the way, Spurs lost the game last night. Lost the game because there was a guy on the other side lighting it up. And uh, so summer league hoops. And actually, you watch any summer league there? T. T. Ty Ty Henderson, our producer, is through the glass. Hopefully, well rested after the weekend. How are we? How are we, Ty?
3: Yeah, I'm feeling good. Watched a lot of summer league this weekend. Actually, what
4: jumped out? Anything? No pun intended.
3: Um, I mean, Wimby was. I mean, he's going to be good. He's going to block shots. Uh, watched a lot of him. Watched the Warriors and um pelicans last night for no reason <laughs> did you gamble no you're on a you're on a gambling are you still hiatus. backed off there you go yeah i'm still backed off i just i i don't know i, I i've been pretty bored recently so summer league summer league does a trick sometimes
4: a little bit right and uh there's there i mean baseball's there and uh all-star game tuesday uh you know we do know that uh, coming up on on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, our live coverage of Big 12 Football Media Days is coming your way from Arlington. Seven teams over, two, over 14 teams over two days, seven each day. And, of course, our, as we've told you last week, we will not be making the trip up. I'll be back here anchoring and doing some stuff to record tape and get stuff ready for our show and for the other shows. But uh, the action for the Big 12 Media Days from AT&T Stadium gets going around lunchtime. So they're going to start about yeah. 11 o'clock. And then the real stuff will pick up at noon, and they're gonna go all the way to about seven o'clock. So it's perfect for our shows through the midday and through the afternoon drive. Doesn't do much for us. We'd be sitting in an empty football stadium. We'd be sitting
5: in that big old stadium waiting for the what was it? The um, the beef jerky folks last year. Beef jerky. Remember yeah. they had that was that was no, the they're sponsor. Back. They're they back?
4: back. They're back. Yeah, the beef jerky. What are that? What's that what's called? The old, name old trader the or something? Old tra- trapper.
5: Old trapper. Or old whatever. trapper. Beef yeah. jerky.
4: Uh, but I will say that our, our sponsors, of course, Hey City Store and Ice House, with Travis and Tamara, absolutely—they're back in for our being our traveling partners. And my buddy Richard Strever and his team at One Source Gas, uh, helping us get up there as well to bring live coverage of um, you know a, a very unique—we say unicorn for Wemby, a unicorn of a Big Twelve season. It's the the first with four new teams and the last with the founding members, Texas and Oklahoma. So a fourteen-team conference that will be very compelling. The Longhorns have been picked to win it, and. um Kansas State are your defending champions, and they've got four new schools joining. So, uh, having been to Big 12 Football Media Days many times, a lot of storylines as they head in this year uh, up in Arlington. And that'll be Wednesday and Thursday. So, we'll preview that. It'll be a busy week. We'll have that. We'll have uh, all star game and home run derby festivities tonight. And as Ty said, some summer league basketball. To get you through it as well as we start to count down today's football, we've also got NFL news. We know where is We're still waiting on a Dalvin Cook destination, a, a DeAndre Hopkins destination. Seems like that's been narrowed down to a couple of teams. We'll get you details on that and the curious stories coming out of college football. Obviously, the disturbing story from Northwestern with allegations of hazing and uh, serious issues for for Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald. Meanwhile, Bob Huggins to be back my job. Yeah, three years, three months, three weeks ago, we came in on a Monday and he had resigned. Well now through his lawyer he's saying, I didn't resign. What are you talking about? Give me my job back. I didn't resign. And if you don't give me my job back, I'm gonna sue you. This thing is so weird at West Virginia. I'm not even sure what to make of that. It, 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 Sounds it, like it
5: came from his wife's email. Well that's not
4: true. I mean that's what the lawyer's trying to say, that he you can't go on a wife's tech, a wife's text message yeah, that's what and I'm resignation. Does, yeah. Well that ain't true. I mean they've got documented resignation messages and letters to the to the president and the A D uh, but Bob Huggins, I guess, has finally come out of his stupor and said, "What? What did I do? I resigned. I didn't you just mean to resign." Up.
5: You finally got sober. Yeah.
4: Well, we'll get into that weird story because that has Big Twelve implications as well. At West Virginia. All right, so a lot to do. Just getting warmed up on what's going to be a fun Monday. Glad you are with us. Hope you had a great weekend. Bring us your good, your bad, and your ugly. Hit us on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. We'll get some V&E facts of the day as well. Uh, Tie into those NFL stories of your early to mid-July and crank it up. But just getting warmed up on a blazing hot uh, Monday in the ATX.
1: Call A-Plus Air Conditioning, 512-450-1980 for fast service, seasonal checkups, and affordable prices on Linux systems. You can't do better than A-Plus.
2: Starting to build up on I-35. This is on the northbound side in the usual spot, coming from William Cannon to Stasney, And then the riverside to Cesar Chavez is starting to build just a little bit. We're looking for other delays around town on the major thoroughfares and uh, A few hot spots here or there, but for the most part, uh, things are looking uh, pretty good here as we start this Monday. I'm Don Miller, and that's your traffic.
1: Truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts about Texas, about Austin. For University of Texas fans as well, the special things you can't get anywhere else. Really classy stuff. That's been Sue Patrick. Sue Patrick's been doing this since 1975. 48 years. Great local business. It's Sue Patrick herself and son Jay Willems. One of their favorite things to do the last 14 years is they started creating every year a schedule glass. You know, it's a one-pint glass, perfect for whatever you drink, your beer, whatever. Great glass commemorative collectors, but this year's is the Texas Longhorn farewell tour to the Big 12 2023 schedule glass. Even if you've not collected the ones before, this is the one you want, and certainly the one you want to start with. How much is it? Well, it's free with any purchase of $40 of Longhorn stuff, or $8.95 each. You gotta get it. Sue Patrick, 930 to 4, Monday through Saturday. No parking garage, you park at the front door. 5222 Burnett Road. Burnett at North Loop. SuePatrick.com.
0: Hey, Tarek for Divided Sky Roofing and Solar, your full-service solar company. We're into summer, the hottest season, and the power bills are going through the roof. Stop paying the power company. Pay yourself with a new Timberline Solar Shingle Roof. John Hardy and his staff at Divided Sky are solar experts. They can repair and service your existing solar roofing system and are NAPSET certified. That's the solar version of a master plumber. Divided Sky Roofing and Solar. Find them online at DividedSkyAustin.com. Texas License, T E C L 37397. Oh,
6: oh, it's time to feel good again, but for our neighbors facing hunger, that's a tall order. The Central Texas Food Bank is still facing high demand at this time when increases in child care costs and energy bills stretch budgets and put kids and families at greater risk of hunger. Donations made this summer will ensure that families have access to food when their need is greatest. So do your part to help hungry families feel good again this summer. Make your donation today at centraltexasfoodbank.org. That's
1: centraltexasfoodbank.org. Hey,
4: it's Eric Hogan, and if you're- if you're a homeowner in Austin and Central Texas and you're looking to sell your home or might be in the future, I have to tell you about Orchard and Orchard.com. Imagine this, selling that home and getting paid not once but twice, as well as not having the hassle of listing and selling the home or fixing it up. And it's so simple. Go to the website, Orchard.com. They'll get you a free valuation of your home. They'll make you a fair cash offer. If you agree, they'll give you that cash, and you can use it towards the purchase of a new home or to put in your pocket. And once there's that agreement, Orchard handles everything from there, including paint, repair, the list, and show that home. And when and if that home sells for more than Orchard offered you originally, you'll get the upside cash, too. So, yes, you'll get paid twice. How often does that happen to get paid twice? Well, 97% of the time with Orchard, it's a double payment. Look, the Austin market is a difficult one. We know that. So many home buying companies are going to try to lowball you. Orchard's the opposite. They'll take the hassle, they'll list the home and sell it, and they'll pay you the upside when that home sells for more. Seems like a no-brainer. So simply go to the website, Orchard.com, get the free valuation. That's Orchard.com, O-R-C-H-A-R-D, Orchard.com.
0: PBR's Austin Gamblers are throwing a Texas-sized party when they return to the Moody Center August 25th through the 27th. Presented by Tecova's includes live music, festival fun, and nonstop entertainment for the whole fam. Tickets start at $26 at austingamblers.com.
4: It's Bucky and Aaron. Texter on the Specs text line on this Monday morning says, didn't Texas get a football commitment over the weekend? Which they did. We'll tell you about that coming up in our BE Facts of the Day. They add the commitment number 13 to the class, and it's a Texan who chose the Longhorns over Alabama. Alabama was down to his final two. We'll get you details on that. Also, some facts. The uh, police in Vegas have given their final ruling on the much-blown-out-of-proportion Britney Spears story of last week, which was blown-out-of-proportion by Britney herself. With, involving Victor Wenbanyam and his security team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would have thought? I
5: thought they were gonna comment on the big eye out there. The eye.
4: Oh the big sphere. Yes. The big eyeball on the on the strip. Yes. Two point three billion dollars. Two point three billion. Billions. Gotta have a lot of concerts to pay for that bad boy. Wow. Um but yes, it looks cool. It looks really cool. Uh but yes, we'll get some B and E facts of the day coming up. It was a busy, busy weekend, but uh, we can tell you history made last night at the amateur draft with uh, Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz going 1-2. First time that's ever happened in a baseball draft. And I was thinking about it. You know, In the NFL, we had Bryce Young and Will Anderson go 1-3 this year, right? The Texans. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, Well, the uh, Carolina Panthers took Bryce Young. Houston took C.J. Stroud and then Will Anderson. So Crimson Tide players went 1-3. and three. Um, you know, We've seen some of that in the NFL. Uh, but in, in college baseball, uh, you know, the, the, the best, closest thing you can come to is uh, when they were coming out of UCLA, Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer we uh, were picked, I think, one and three or one and four. Both were top seven picks. And um, obviously, Garrett Cole's gone on to do pretty good with Pittsburgh and Houston and your Yankees now. And um, you know Trevor Bowers had his issues. And interesting, when those two came out, um, they hated each other coming out of college. They weren't friends. They were not friends when they left UCLA. Uh, but I'm, you're trying to find examples of what we saw last night with, and think about the, that LSU ride for for Jay Johnson. I'll give MLB Network credit because if you were watching the draft last night, you could watch it on ESPN, because ESPN broadcast that draft for the first time. Right. As you see how that thing is dry, is rising in popularity, but uh, MLB Network had it as well, and they had LSU's head coach Jay Johnson as a analyst for the beginning of it, which was really good because you got to talk about you know his players, Paul Skeens, and what kind of player he is, what kind of kid he is, and then. You know, Dylan Cruz. He also familiar with Wyatt Langford, who was drafted by the Rangers with the fourth pick. He also had good insights on the kid that went third because he was recruiting. You know, also, when the Kansas City Royals surprised a lot of people and took the kids from Sinton, Blake Mitchell, the catcher, um, he had been an LSU commitment. Uh, so uh, Jay Johnson, the coach at LSU, was like, yeah, I, I knew we weren't getting him. I knew. I was glad he committed to us, but we were never getting him. But uh, Blake Mitchell going uh, the first Texas uh player with Texas ties, drafted last night. And, uh, by the way, the Kansas City Royals drafted him, and I texted our friend Gene Watson, who obviously is deeply involved in that process of who the Royals draft, and I said, uh, love the kid, good pick. And he goes, love him, Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer oh. was his comp for you Kansas City Royals fans and Sinton Pirates pan- fans. Also, uh, Ranger fans happy to get themselves a hold of Wyatt Langford. If you're an Astros fan, they took the Nebraska shortstop Bryce Matthews, and interesting, I, guess, I think that's a high ceiling opportunity for Houston, just a great athlete, he's a quarterback, uh, they moved him to, set, to short, shortstop because he's just such a great athlete, he's a, he's a guy with speed and, and power, uh, can really run and uh, play defense, so Astros go with, uh, with a ceiling player there that, that some project to can play. play other positions, yeah, probably move to center field, Yeah, probably move to center field. You know, I don't. I don't want to say Mookie Betts, but you know, when you're looking for a comp athlete, you know, Size Mookie and, Betts, yeah. yeah, Mookie Betts is one of the best athletes in all of all the sports. And you know, he plays outfield. He plays. He's played second base and shortstop this year. You know what? I saw. Some yeah, video. I saw
5: him as a second baseman. Yeah, he, he's no, a he's,
3: professional bowler too.
4: Yeah. Well, I also saw Mookie Betts running like wide receiver routes. Really. He looks like a wide receiver yeah he could do anything he could that guy could play multiple sports he's role,
3: he's bowled two perfect games two, <laughs> two
4: 300s well as a bowling fan like you are no, With he's, three balls. he's led legitimate
3: like he's, yeah, he's
4: like, like he can ball he can go he's out there and bowl. on
3: tv and professional bowling leagues do you think, like not as a gimmick
4: oh man really do you think he has three balls like you
3: probably has more than that
4: <laughs> wow what a unicorn do they say mookie on him
3: Probably. Look at Mookie's balls.
4: Just Google it and look. Google Mookie Betts running running receiver routes. I mean, it's stupid. You're like, what? It's like, it looks like like Jalen Waddle or something. What are we doing? This guy could do pretty much anything. But and again, I'm, I'm not saying the Astros' pick is that. I'm saying that's kind of the. He's just an athlete. He was a football player, playing shortstop. They moved him from the outfield. Houston probably projects him as an outfielder, maybe maybe center, can with speed. But he's already got plus power, which they like about him. So both the Texas teams pretty happy. With what they ended up with. Uh, a lot of text coming in. This says, uh, buck on to the new Texas recruit. Yeah, we'll get you details on that coming up. This I saw Bijan Robinson at church yesterday. Had a few buzzy buddies with him. Of course, yeah, Bijan, still a very faithful guy. Still living here in Austin until he goes to training camp yep. with the Atlanta Falcons at the end uh, of the month here. Um... Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. It says, uh, how about Northwestern football, all their alleged activities? Well, that story really percolated. You know, at the end of our show on Friday, that story came out that Pat Fitzgerald was in hot water for alleged hazing. And as you re- if you read through the weekend, the story, and give credit to the uh, Northwestern as a university, touts one of the best journalism schools in America. It's a great academic school of any kind, but their journalism school, you know, a lot of... Uh, you know, top guys have come out of uh, men and women have come out of that journalism school, and it was their school paper that did the deep dive dig on this story of uh, hazing and really ugly activity. Uh, the university says it's going to investigate fully. Um, same time, you know, there's been mixed. the The current team spoke out immediately that this that's blown out of proportion. That's not true. Pat Fitzgerald didn't know anything, and then the 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 player at the center of the of the reporting. Uh, and other players that. now, are yeah. So it's going to be past, yeah. So that thing will be uh, much investigated. And props to the you know the the school paper for doing the deep dig on that. And uh, it'll
5: come down to one of those. Well, how how could he not have known? It'll be one of those. Uh, sure. deals.
4: yeah. That's gonna and that's one to follow because because Nor- you know Pat Fitzgerald is is seen as a coach who does more with less, but as good as mm-hmm. anybody. Uh, you know, he's not going to be year in year out competing with the Ohio States and. And Michigan's of the of the Big Ten, but boy, every couple of years he's got a team that comes together around but some seniors. Every year, and, and
5: over the last about the last six or seven years, every year they've put in put out a secondary guy or an offensive lineman that's been unbelievable. Oh yeah,
4: they've had you know several first round draft picks and high first round draft picks, so they're developing players. Same time, those allegations are ugly, and uh, you know hazing and things that shouldn't be going on in in, in locker rooms, especially of freshman players. And uh, so again, we'll let that play out. But you can read the stories and, you know, follow that de- developing story. I'm amazed by this Bob Huggins story. It's just, I, you read it, the, and really it all stems from a letter his attorney sent to the university, essentially saying, "But you know, I, I never resigned. Uh, I may You may have thought I resigned, but I didn't resign, and I want my job back. And if you don't give my job back, I'm going to sue you, which I— Again, based on what we covered when it all came down with the uh, drunk driving arrest.
5: Yeah, I would think the university can do what they need to do, whether you've got the paperwork or not. I Okay, you didn't resign, but here's what we're going to do.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, but at the same time.
5: Well, but once again, I mean, if the guy has a alcohol problem, I mean, I think you you have to help him out.
4: So, Huggins lost his job three weeks ago, uh, one day after he put in handcuffs with a blood alcohol level of point two one zero.
5: Yeah, for a lot of us, you're fired.
4: Yeah. Uh, and according to the police report, Huggins' intoxication level was nearly three times the legal limit. Officers reported they smelled alcohol in his breath. Of course, they found beer cans in the SUV. He wasn't sure. He was in Pittsburgh, near downtown Pittsburgh. You know, he thought he was in Columbus, Ohio. He wasn't sure. And, um, you know... The next day, June 17th, West Virginia announced Huggins was no longer its men's basketball coach and uh, had this statement said from, that they say from Bob Huggins. Today, I have submitted a letter to President Gordon Gee and, and Vice President of and Director of Athletics, Ren Baker, informing them of my resignation and intention to retire as head men's basketball coach at West Virginia University, effective immediately. Now, so in Friday's letter from his attorney to Gordon Gee, the president, his attorney wrote, Coach Huggins does not desire litigation. Rather, he's simply looking for the correction of a clear breach of his employment contract with v- WVU. Like, essentially saying he didn't write that statement. Maybe it was written for him. And, um, again, th- uh, this will play out, but uh, West Virginia says they have it on pretty good count. They've got written written uh, uh, emails and written uh, uh, resignations. And Yeah, uh,
5: yo, drunk dude. They probably... <laughs>
4: Because here's the, now the response from West Virginia, their attorney, saying, aside from being completely factually inaccurate, which we will address briefly below, the allegations within this letter are at odds with my conversation yesterday with Mr. Bob Fitzsimmons, a West Virginia lawyer who has recently represented Mr. Huggins in various matters with the university prior to conversations and documented correspondence with Mr. James uh, Gianola. Uh, so if you read through all this... Bob Huggins probably doesn't want to coach again. He just wants some money on his yes. way out.
5: Yeah, he wants to get as much as he can on the way out.
4: Right, and so uh, what was it last? Hell, week? all his
5: players. A bunch of his players are gone. They've yeah. already entered the portal. They they took off.
4: Yeah, I I don't think you come back. I I know you don't come back from this. I no. mean, even the arrest. By the way, the lawyer, his Cleveland-based lawyer, who sent the letter on Friday. Uh, who, who threatened litigation if he doesn't get his job back, which is what you threatened to, okay, let's just settle this thing and get out of here. We don't want to go through a long court battle here. But he also indicated that the, the drunk driving charges were on, on on close to being dropped, which was news to the folks in, in Pittsburgh um, You know, as they continue their investigation. I don't think there was any word from the, the DA or the authorities in Pittsburgh that that is the case. Like it's over with? Yeah. All well, right. again, if you're a lawyer representing a client, you can write anything. You can send a yes. letter saying anything. Can you prove it? Can you win your case? I don't know. But Bob Huggins, who looked to be, of course, Bob's had a pretty ugly year on his way out at 73. He's falling
5: out of the car, falling backwards in the middle
4: of Pittsburgh, (laughs) driving with a flat tire that he wasn't aware was flat. Uh, Yeah, Thinking
5: he's in Columbus.
4: Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, You get off a little bit. So we'll follow that story. It's a weird one. You read it and you're like, really? He he quit. He resigned, and you know we had it last week with the George Costanza. Oh, did you think I was serious? Did you think I was I was really going to do that? That's the San Diego State thing, right there. Oh yeah. I didn't want to leave the Mountain West. What are you talking about? We we were just playing around. That's like you know that's my sense of humor. Funny me.
5: Can you guys give you guys give me another year on that contract possibly?
4: How about your guy Sepp Straka yesterday, Buck? Were you watching any of the golf? This dude looked like he was going to shoot a fifty-eight.
5: Dude, he hit that he hit that snap hook into the water. I'm like I don't know. Are you gonna really you're not really gonna try to aim at this pin? And I love the way the, the announcer said he's just hitting his natural shot. I'm like, no, no. He needs to have his natural shot aim way up there in the stand so it lands in the middle of the green, not back there in the left hand corner and water right beside the pin. That thing hooked, he it hooked so quick.
4: Well look at you, the guy shoots sixty two, is flirting for fifty nine and you're gonna talk about the one snap hook the guy hit.
5: Well, come on.
4: He still,
5: got a, he still got a chance to shoot. What did he have a chance to shoot? Though he could have shot
4: sixty, yeah, maybe I mean, fifty nine. Yes, his, his run at fifty nine came down with a ball in the water, and um, yes, yeah, so it's what, hooking. You know, it was his. It was just a natural <laughs> little drift on no hook. That was a soft draw, soft, soft draw, draw. draw
5: into the into just the pond. He started it
4: out at the pin instead oh. of starting out. You know, 10 that's feet what right said. the said. He pin. started
5: it at the started it right at the pin. He's doing Harvey Penning. He's taking dead aim. Really? If
4: you had shot 58, you probably or had a chance at 59. You'd have been taking dead aim, Dude, too. You guys couldn't have, miss. I would have taken my
5: putter and putted it all the way up there from there.
4: <laughs> you might have, because I see you hit I those warm birds. I would have hit
5: that putter so, so – I'd hit it three times to get there if I had to. A
4: John Deere classic in, uh beautiful Illinois. didn't matter. He
5: still won. No matter he's what his score was, he's still a winner. He's still picking up he over He shot a, a 63
4: mill. in round two as yeah. well. Yeah. You know was sixty two yesterday. Could have been a sixty if he didn't go in the water on eighteen, but he had taken a comfortable lead over Brendan Todd by then, which was pretty. Cool. Turned into
5: a big man too.
4: He's thirty years old now, but uh, that's always an event at Quad Cities. It doesn't draw the biggest names, but always t- that's where uh, I believe it was Jordan Spieth won his first ever tournament. Was it the John Deere Classic?
5: He's starting to get that Phil Mickelson look alike kind of deal. You're saying for he's
4: getting right? fat. I, did Come I on, say word fat? Who said fat? Let's not body shame people. Phil's skinny now. Yeah, Phil's back to being. His I said he's starting to look like
5: Phil used to look like. I mean, he he's a got lumpy.
4: well a lumpy Phil. He's got breasts
5: that are out there. You know what I'm saying? I think I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Might need a man's ear. <laughs> oh man! I'm like, come on, Straka, because he's been close. He's played well this year.
4: Sep Straka, and almost had himself a 60, which is pretty cool. Uh, okay, so that take your good, your bad, and your ugly from the busy weekend. We'll get you details on that Longhorn commitment. That's the latest. It's number 13 for Steve Sarkeesian and company. Also, uh, dive into some college football conversation into our coach's corner. We'll also hit uh, some big conversations surrounding the NFL. Uh, where is DeAndre Hopkins going to land? Is he really going to go to Tennessee? Is that the best he can do? DeAndre Hopkins at the Tennessee Titans?
5: Wow.
4: Uh, we'll also talk to Alvin Cook and the, uh, the pending free agents that are still out there in the NFL because we're about... A week and a half out to you start hearing teams and rookies go to mint, go to training camp. That's around the corner. Hey, come
5: on, Northwestern! What are you doing, hazing guys? Not good enough to be hazing dudes.
4: You got haze. We'll read you some I of the. Got, uh, I got hazed
5: at high school. I never get. Well, I did get the one. The, what is it, the popsicle stick or whatever that deal is?
4: Ooh, the hot icy, uh, the hot, the icy, icy hot under undercarriage. There. Oh, that was awful. That still sounds awful to this minute. Oh. No doubt. All right, it's National Pina Colada Day as well, National Kitten Day. Who doesn't like kittens, by the way? Everybody loves a kitten, love right? love kittens. Cats, different animal. Some people don't like them because uh, little kittens grow up to be kind of oh, yeah. ass cats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, cats. cats. just become curmudgeon. You know, they don't really want to be around you very much. But uh, National Kitten Day, everybody likes kittens. Uh, we'll be back. It's <laughs> a busy Monday. Good, bad, and ugly with you. Uh, cr- rolling on. Coming back with your B&E Facts of the Day.
0: It's time for the Craigway Sports Report. Now, here's Craigway.
2: The Craigway Sports Report is on break for summer, but we'll return this August with the latest news in the University of Texas and Texas State Athletics. Right here on the Craigway Sports Report. Brought to you by Bud Light. The Craigway Sports Report. Brought to you by Bud Light.
0: Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball related sport there is. Pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anizer Bush, Houston, Texas. Okay,
2: a couple of crashes on the board. Neither one appear to be causing a huge problem. One is going to be near Runberg and the access road of I-35 southbound. And that is an injury wreck, so uh, maybe I should take that back. It perhaps is causing a bit of a delay. Over on four points, we have a fin deminder reported there. But that's about all we got. Routine delays happening, particularly northbound on the interstate, from Slaughter to Stassie, Riverside to Cesar Chavez. Stop and go as well. I'm Don Miller. That's traffic games more action
0: baseball looks different in 2023 so do the texas rangers summer is fun again in arlington make your plans to catch a game or two this season at globe life field more teams than ever are coming to face the rangers great matchups lively crowds and climate controlled comfort await you at the ballpark along with fun giveaways and city connect fridays grab your tickets at rangers.com
6: Skip the surprise add-ons and hidden fees and come see Henna Chevrolet.
1: I went to this one Chevy dealer and they wanted $5,000 over sticker for all these absurd additions that were packaged as add-ons. I came in because of the online price, but apparently that wasn't the actual price, so I left and went to Henna. Long story short,
6: I love my new Silverado. For crystal clear pricing. Find new roads at hennaschevyaustin.com.
0: Get ready for the Diamonds Direct Midsummer Savings Event. Starting Friday, you can take an extra 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, and more. You get Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off. Thousands of engagement, boutings, fashion styles, and wedding bands included. Plus, acclaimed jewelry designers will be in store with an expanded selection. All the latest styles and trends, all on sale. You can't miss this. Diamonds Direct's sizzling summer store-wide sale. Starting Friday. Get details at
6: DiamondsDirect.com. 4th of July is all about freedom. And that's why Factory Mattress is celebrating all month long with the Freedom to Choose event. Spend $699 or more and get the $299 Ultra Plush Big Tex Lounger for free. Or just sit back and relax with free delivery setup and removal. Or transform the ordinary into the extraordinary with a free adjustable base upgrade. Or you can even let us pay the sales tax.
0: My factory mattress.
6: Hurry in for buy one, get one free on select mattresses. And give your guests a great night's sleep too. Plus take 50% off Tempur-Pedic floor model closeouts. For no taxes, buy one, get one specials. Huge temper savings, adjustable base upgrades, or free delivery. Make the choice to save during the Freedom to Choose event. Going on now at Factory Mattress. Where we have sleep down to a science.
0: My bad to be my trend.
6: Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and the Coverts offer you more than the competition, like six GM
4: service locations throughout the Austin area. And to save you time and money, we offer free pickup and delivery for all your service needs. We prove it every day that no one, and I mean no one, gives you the level of service the Coverts do. That's backed by 114 years and six generations serving Central Texas. Give Rocks or Chance a call and let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet, Highway 71 in Bastrop and Highway 79 in Hutto. Find new roads.
0: This segment brought to you by Sharp Vision Modern Lasik. Now offering all laser Lasik starting at four hundred ninety-five dollars per eye. Sharp Vision Modern Lasik. Believing is seeing. The Horns text line is brought to you by Specs, a Texas-sized selection of wines, spirits, finer foods, and specialty beers. Cheers to savings! It's
4: Bucky and Aaron. Be any Facts of the Day, ahead of the 7 o'clock, top of the 7 o'clock hour every morning here on the show of the people. And yes, it is a fact that Longhorns did earn, and Steve Sarkeesian their 13th commitment of the class of 2024, recruiting-wise. And it is uh, four-star athlete, Arian Hampton, from Dangerfield, Texas.
5: Athlete, huh?
4: By Bubba. Bubba Hampton. Uh, his name, though, Arian. A-E-R-Y-N. Could it be Aaron. Could it be just Aaron, or Arian, but I think it's Aaron. Hampton, um, uh, from Dangerfield, 5'11, 185, chose Texas over Alabama. Uh, just a big time athlete, plays all over the field, and uh, he gets he commits to the Longhorns. As Sounds they, like
5: your kickoff punt returner type of guy.
4: Yeah. yeah, plays both athlete, sides of the yeah. ball, um, receiver and defensive back. Uh, fluidity of the position. They talk about he's the number one hundred fifty four player in the country on the defensive side of the ball, but has a desire to play on offense. And Steve for Steve Sarkeesian, so. Uh, get him
5: returning those punts right away get him on, off return get him on campus you want to get on there you want to play okay here you
4: go here's a spot now yeah he's like, just one of those guys if you go to see a sure. danger field football game he was just going to stand out in every phase um you know twenty twenty one hundred ninety 2190 receiving yards and 25 touchdowns over the last two seasons but like alabama was recruiting to be a defensive back and uh come in and and play there he wants to get some offense going so uh, number thirteen on the board um, that moves Texas up to number seventeen overall in the twenty four seven composite team rankings as they continue to climb. Of course, when they started the month of June, they didn't have many at all. Uh, so thirteen since June, and um, they continue to stack players. So props to Sark and the gang. We'll keep you posted on that. And obviously, Big Twelve football media days coming your way on Wednesday and Thursday. Up in Arlington, we will have full coverage brought to you by our friends at Hayes City Store and Ice House and one source gas uh, here in Central Texas. Uh, so we also have some other B&E facts of the day. Hey, Buck, I don't know if you saw this. Part of the busy weekend, told you um, Major League Baseball Amateur Draft, we'll get more details on this, but uh, number one and two picks, both LSU Tigers, first time that's ever happened in baseball. I'll give my guy Alex Bregman credit from the Houston Astros. You know, he went to LSU as well, Alex did, and he was the number two pick in the draft mm-hmm. and by the Astros. And when he saw – when he watched uh, – Dylan Cruz hit his first ever home run as a LSU Tiger as a freshman three years ago. It was Alex Bregman who tweeted, "He's going to be a great player for LSU," something along those lines, and said, "You just saw the person who will be picked in the twenty twenty three MLB draft one one." So he projected that he would be the first pick. Now, and he would have been the first pick if not for his own teammate Paul Skeens, who became after transferring of the Air. team. Yeah, well, and he, you know, from Air Force. I mean, Paul Skeens was not projected as a you know that high of a pick the, last year at this time. He was playing at Air Force and was a two way player. His decision to, to move to LSU to devote become
5: a pitcher, his yeah. His time
4: to pitching and learn from that coaching staff at LSU vaulted him. He went from a 96 mile an hour fastball to 102, uh, just learning his delivery and body mechanics and things of that nature. And he, he became maybe the most dominant pitching prospect to come into the big leagues since Steven Strasburg, maybe beyond that uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates last night. Uh, so there you go. Uh, from the, the the facts of the day side, by the way, the you know, the, the last uh, player, Buck, who was was number one overall, he was the most outstanding player at the College World Series, and won the Golden Spikes. You know the uh, the only player to ever do that was Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin, who played for oh Augie Garita, out at Cal State Fullerton mm-hmm. back in the day. Phil Nevin, uh, currently managing the LA, the Angels. Yep. But the uh, only players to do that in the same year. But I always point out that that's the year that the Astros took, took Phil Nevin over Derek Jeter. Could have drafted Derek Jeter with that first pick. And the Astros had a scout that quit his job because the Astros didn't take Derek Jeter and took Phil Nevin. Yeah, he quit. He was so mad. He's like, y'all, you screwing this up. By the way, on the facts of the day, do you know that the Astros in 2013 selected a right-handed pitcher named Mark Appel? Uh, which never worked out. It's one of the worst draft picks ever. Now, the Astros made a lot of really good draft picks in their run to build that team that, that's won a couple World Series and, and played in four. Uh, but in 2013, you know who they should have taken with the first pick? Not Mark Capel, but Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Come on, should man. should have been the first pick in 2013. But uh, obviously that's what drafts are about, uh, what could have been, what was. And, uh what it became. Did you know, did you follow any of the uh, F1 event over the weekend, Buck? No. The British Grand Prix, 480,000 people showed up for the British Grand Prix. Um, did, and did you see who was there? This is pretty cool. Um, so they're making a movie, uh, a film. Uh, Brad Pitt is yes. the star. It's called Apex. It's a Formula One movie called Apex. It's begun filming, and they at the, French, at the British Grand Prix yesterday... Brad Pitt's fictional character, Sonny Hayes, and his team had their own garage and space in Pitt Lane. Like, during the race, there was this 13th group that had a So they spot. took all the
5: sound and the noise and yes. the craziness from yes. Yeah, it's, it. yes.
4: Yes, Apple's creating the film. It's being produced. The director is from Top Gun Maverick. The producer is Lewis Hamilton, uh, the, the, the legendary Formula One driver. It stars Brad Pitt and a guy named Damson Idris. And it's filming. And so you see the cameras yesterday, like during the race, there's Brad Pitt walking down with this crew of people following him. They're trying to make it the most realistic racing movie ever made. And that's pretty cool for Formula One to allow that, right? To allow, you know, Brad Pitt and this fictitious team into a real race. This isn't like they didn't have to make up the whole race. All the 480,000 fans are there. Yeah,
5: they didn't have to gather the people. They were there anyway.
4: That's pretty cool. And there's, there's your guy, Brad Pitt. He's looking handsome. How old is Brad Pitt? I remember seeing as a uh, uh, I'm going to say
5: no I'm going to say 54 something like that.
4: Brad Pitt 59. Dang, step below 60. That's unbelievable. He's played Sonny Hayes and Sonny uh, Hayes, <laughs> great name. But man, I, he that guy ages well. I'm going to tell you. Remember when he was in uh, Thelma and Louise back in the day? Oh yeah, that hunky little heartthrob guy that they picked up on the road. Um, and he's he's still aging pretty well. And he's going to be the main guy. And it's pretty cool that Lewis Hamilton's a big part of that, the uh, the great race, car, Formula One driver himself. But, uh, yeah, 480,000 fans on hand there to check that out, which was pretty cool. Can't get
5: any more live than that. Yeah. Unless he's actually racing.
4: Yeah. Well, no, he didn't get to get on the track. No. I don't believe he got to get out there. They'll do that, you know, in their own number. Uh, to finish it up with our recruiting conversation that started it, thank you, our buddy CB, for sending this. But we're uh, commitments since June 1st. In college football, right? Commitments since June 1st. Uh, USC has 14. Texas has 11. So since June 1, the Longhorns uh, second only to USC in commitments. We know Steve Sarkeesian and his staff uh, like to, to do use June for the visits and then really put, put the p- press and uh, yeah, push the for June commitments. Yeah, the June
5: swoon is special well, right now.
4: Well, because Texas fans typically panic a little bit when you get to June 1st and spring game's over and you only have, you know, two commitments. And, like, what are we doing? What are we doing, Sark? What are we up to? Uh, we're now starting to see the pattern, uh, and really start ramping it up with the big visit weekends in June. Then yeah, Aggies right from, behind. Yeah, Aggies with ten. Aggies with ten commitments. And Jimbo Fisher, you know, there's we'll get into some some Texas A and M chatter because I did see uh, a national guy predicting a, a, a really good season for Texas A and M, which we will talk about coming up uh, because of the returning offensive lineman and quarterback and good yeah. receiving core and Bobby Petrino. Yeah, and a good year is eight wins. Yeah. Some some thinking higher than that. Of course, the Longhorns picked to win the Big 12 on their way out of the Big 12. We'll certainly preview that and be up there for Big 12 Football Media Days on Wednesday and Thursday with full coverage. Get some other B&E facts of the day coming up, including Team USA, U.S. men's national team. Huge win last night in penalty kicks. Thriller. They win in Cincinnati. Uh, also, Austin FC. They're... Summer surge is continuing. They're in the fifth place now in the Western Conference, and plus our Coach's Corner coming all the details you need to get your Monday underway. Hope you had a great weekend. We're back to get you into your work week uh, with the Good, Bad, and Ugly Monday on 1049-1019-AM1260. Streaming always on your Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.
2: Well, they've changed the direction of that crash according to our latest plotting now. It's northbound on the front edge of I-35 instead of southbound. Northbound access near Runberg, And uh, that is an injury crash, so it's significant. Main lane's not affected, just the routine delay is cruising through there. 620 at 2222. Again, a reported crash. And we're just not seeing many backups because of that. Just a minor one, so it may be off to the side. I'm Don Miller, and that's your traffic.
4: Sharp Vision Modern Lasik folks, the official Lasik provider of Austin FC, so they're fired up. Austin FC on a run right now into the uh, top of the Western Conference, but also right there by Q2 Stadium is Sharp Vision. They're right there between Top Golf and Q2 Stadium. Great location, great people, Dr. Nicholas Lancaster. Uh to get your vision corrected. That's really what it's about and they they make it really a no brainer to even to, to to explore the opportunity that are there for you. I tell you all the time that uh, you get that that free eye test which you know, as we advance in age, you should be doing that anyway. It's free. Find out what's going on with your eyesight. Uh, and then once you do, 9 of 10 people discover they have a procedure at Sharp Vision. 9 out of 10, that's 90% that they can correct your vision, get you out of the glasses, get you out of the contacts, get you back to seeing clearly like you were when you were a kid. And uh, that's what they do at Sharp Vision. They also have a, a special offer right now, uh, guaranteed financing for up to two years with no interest at all. That's a great opportunity uh, to help that fit the budget, uh, finance it, and uh, not pay a nickel of interest and get your vision corrected moving forward. They also have procedures that start as low as $495 per eye. Uh, they got other ways they can help you out to get this thing going, and you're dealing with the best of the best. Three years in a row, Dr. Nicholas Lancaster and his team have been voted the best of the best in the Carace uh, corrective eye LASIK category by the readers of the Austin American Statesman. All you got to do is call them 596-2020. That's 512-596-2020. Or online at sharp-vision.com. It's sharp with an E, dash vision.com. Sharp Vision Modern LASIK, the official LASIK provider of Austin FC. Oh, oh, oh,
6: O'Reilly
4: Greg, right, wait for Divided Sky Roofing and Solar. We're about to get into our hottest season. We all know that's when higher power bills start arriving. Be prepared and save money this summer with a new Timberline Solar Shingle Roof. Or maybe you already have a solar system, but no backup battery. Well, then you're wasting money. With a backup battery, you're able to use all of the power you make instead of giving it back to the power company. Trust your roofing and solar needs to the experts at Divided Sky Roofing and Solar. DividedSkyAustin.com, Five.